Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. This is our weekly look at the fantasy football waiver wire. We have ended week seven. We are heading into week eight. Don't think this is a huge week on the waiver wire. I don't know other really than Daryl Henderson if there's anyone who projects as an immediate fantasy starter heading into the next week. But as always, we are going to do quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Starting at the quarterback position, the number one guy has got to be Kyler Murray. I think that he probably is going to be back in week 10. Don't think that he is going to play in week 9. If you have a good fantasy team, if you're 5 and 2, if you're 6 and 1, if you're 7 and 0, oh, but your quarterback position, you know, if you don't have Mahomes, Lamar, Hurts or Allen, I think that you need to be trying to get Kyler on your fantasy team. Some of the other guys out there for streaming. Now, keep in mind, streaming is not going to be that big this week because there are no teams on buy. Really remember that there are no teams on buy as you are making bids this week. I would rank the available guys. Derek Carr, number one. Gardner Mincher, number two. I think that I would put Daniel Jones, number four, assuming that he's able to come back and start. If he's not, I do think that Daniel Jones is still in that same bucket kind of as Kyler, where if you don't have an elite quarterback, it does make sense to add him because Daniel Jones is going to add some rushing upside for you guys. I, I guess really the guy who I think I could see you wanting to start moving forward would be Minshew because he's dropping back over 46 times per game. He's also scrambling a little bit. The Colts have the fifth fastest offense in the NFL. They are, they're really, they're really running a lot of plays and that is going to buoy Minshew a good bit. Um, I guess if you're really desperate, you know, Mac Jones, Tyson Bajan, I'm not really, not really going nuts for those guys. Moving to the running back position, Obviously, check and see if Donta Foreman is rostered in your league. Check to see if Kareem Hunt is rostered in your league. Kareem Hunt would be my number one running back ad this week. Uh, And then check on Chuba Hubbard, though Miles Sanders should probably be back after the Panthers' bye week. If he's not, um, you got to think that Hubbard feels like a pretty strong ad. All right, we've got the Rams guys. Uh, I'd rank them in this order. Daryl Henderson, Zach Evans, Royce Freeman, Miles Gaskin. I will, uh, and I will explain why I have them in that order. Henderson and Freeman rotated drives. The thing that I feel about Freeman is just that he's not, he's just really not that good. I just really, I just really don't think that he's that good. And I think we will see Evans start to work in maybe as soon as next week. Also would not be surprised to see Freeman go back to the practice squad and to see Gaskin activated. Would not be surprised to see Zach Evans inactive and to see Gaskin activated. 
Neither Henderson nor Freeman, I think, is going to get the Kyron Williams workload. Now, if they do, if Henderson gets that Kyron Williams workload, you're going to want to spend more than, I I think, probably 15% is right about the good number for him. Freeman, I mean, I'm not really going, I'm not really going any higher than 10%, but really the thing is, these guys are are all going to be there. It's just going to be touchdowns, right? Because the Rams are just going to throw the ball so much. And um, since Cooper Cup returned, only 6% of the Rams' throws have gone to the running back position. But I do think, uh, I think all four Rams running backs should be owned at this point. Even Evans, even Gaskin, because those are really high upside handcuffs. And I just think McVay will do some weird stuff here. You know, they are they are going to need to find some answers at the running back position. And we will see how that shakes out. Imari DiMercato, he was, uh, you know, he was just a clear lead back. Uh, he played 92% of the snaps, got, uh, I think, all but four of the touches in their backfield. Maybe maybe Damian Williams got three. If he got dropped in your league, I think you can spend 10 15% on him. Make sure that Devin Singletary is rostered in your league. He basically split touches with Damian Pierce. They each, uh, Damian Pierce, they each got 13 before the Texans went on by. Now, it's not a good not a good offense for rushing. It is a good offense, you know, kind of baseline level, but I do think Singletary needs to be stashed. Pierre Strong seems like a, a pretty strong bid this week. Jerome Ford has a high ankle sprain. Kareem Hunt is going to be the lead rusher. I wonder if we see I wonder if we see the Cleveland Browns add a veteran, but I think you could spend five to eight percent on Pierre Strong. Um, Keaton Mitchell needs to be rostered in 12-team leagues. I think, you know, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill just have not really done much of anything. Savon Ahmed was ahead of Jeff Wilson. Um, I don't know if that'll hold and a chain will be back in two games, but I guess you can spend a buck on him there. Latavius Murray continues to be in basically a 50-50 timeshare with James Cook. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Zamir White is the stone backup behind Josh Jacobs. We will see if Josh Jacobs, who did limp off the field, uh, you know, and it could have just been blowouts up, but we'll see if Josh Jacobs misses any time. Zamir might be a pretty sneaky bid this week. And then Tyler Algier got 24 touches last week. Corderell Patterson got 10. They both got some touches inside the green zone. I guess Patterson probably can be rostered in, you know, deeper formats at this point. Just not really a ton of meat on the bone there at running back. I think the guys you really want are Foreman, obviously. I would also check to see if Roshan Johnson gets dropped in your league. Um, you know, Roshan, I think, would just basically take all all over those Darrington Evans snaps that Foreman was splitting. Uh, I think I just said Daryl Henderson. Uh, all of the Darrington Evans snaps that were going away from Foreman. The Rams guys, Henderson, Freeman, Gaskin, Evans, DeMarcado, Strong. Those are really the names to focus on this week. Moving to wide receivers, we got to begin. Um, I mean, look, I guess if you don't have Josh Downs or Rashid Shaheed, add them. Those are those are fantasy starters almost at this point. The Patriots guys, Juju Smith-Schuster has been out the last two weeks. Kendrick Bourne has seen 30% of the Patriots targets with him out. He's got 17.8 points per game. Demario Douglas is probably the more interesting one, though, because I think that Kendrick Bourne was probably picked up in every league where he could be started last week. Um, 
So Douglas was the only other Patriots wide receiver to see more than one target. Last week, he saw six to Kendrick Bourne's seven. I think you can spend a buck or two on Douglas. He drew, you know, absolutely rave reviews from like everyone around the Patriots all offseason and training camp, stuff like that. So I, I think they I think they like him. Um, I think he's got some ceiling. I am stashing him in a couple spots. Jalen Hyatt. Uh, he had two for 75. He also just about had a 30 yard touchdown. So he would have been like three for 115 and one. No one has a higher deep ball rate than Jalen Hyatt in the NFL. Check and see if Jamison Williams has been dropped in your league. Marvin Mims did actually run the third most routes for the Broncos. Uh, Cedric Wilson played in the two wide sets once Jalen Waddell got injured on Sunday night. He and Barrios, I think you can each spend a buck on them. Look, I'm 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 not actually I'm not actually going to talk about Jake Bobo. If if you if you want to pick up Jake Bobo, you know, go with God. The tight end position uh, lead name here has got to be the same guys from last week: Trey McBride and Michael Mayer. Both of them kept their route participation uh, right about even. And uh, maybe most interesting on Mayer, uh, he had 71% of the dropbacks through three quarters, and then it was Austin Hooper who played in garbage time against the Bears, so I think that's pretty interesting. Gerald Everett got injured. We saw Donald Parham continue to play a lot. Stone Smart actually played more snaps than Parham in the second half, but two second-half targets for Parham. You know, kind of just keep Parham in mind. We've always sort of wondered what he would do with a more expanded role. Honestly, at this point, Taysom Hill needs to just be, he's just a fantasy football starter with Juwan Johnson out. Uh, You know, he's got a 13% target share in the games that Juwan Johnson hasn't played over the last two weeks. Very deep leagues, Tucker Craft. He replaced Luke Musgrave, who I, I, so I heard two different reports. I mean, obviously he left the game with concussion protocol, but then I also read that he was leaving the game in a walking boot. So unclear what's going on with Musgrave, but Tucker Craft played 15 of the 17 snaps in the fourth quarter against the Broncos. I never really thought Luke Musgrave was like a special prospect, but he just clearly walked into this great role. I don't really see any reason to think that Tucker Craft would not be a pretty strong, you know, tight end premium style add if Musgrave was to miss multiple games. Connor Hayward ran a route on 97% of Kenny Pickett's dropbacks. We thought it was going to be Darnell Washington. It was not. You know, I mean, look, do you want to fucking start Connor Hayward in fantasy football? Probably not, but you know, go go with God on that. Uh Logan Thomas. Oh, and I guess do double check and make sure that Dalton Kincaid is owned in your league. Uh, Dawson Knox got injured. I think he's got uh, he's got a wrist surgery and he's going to be out indefinitely. So Kincaid is. Uh, I mean, look, every week in the projections, he's going to be like the tight end seven or whatever. We'll see if he's able to turn that into anything. Um, but yeah, make sure make sure and check that he is owned in your league. And then Kate Otten. Uh, really just continues to play like basically every passing down for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like I said, not a really interesting week on the waiver wire. You know, these shows have been 15, 20 minutes in the past. We're more like 10 minutes this week. Uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, but just a uh, pretty good week, I think, to keep your powder dry. And really, the number one thing once we get into this stage of the season is see who gets dropped in your league. You know, I've seen uh, Kareem Hunt got dropped in one of my leagues Two weeks ago, I've seen Jalen Hyatt dropped. I've seen Quentin Johnston dropped. I mean, look, maybe the guy who dropped Quentin Johnston was right. But the overall advice here is that probably the best and most interesting names on your waiver wire are going to come um, either from injuries that we can't foresee right now, a la this Los Angeles Rams running back situation, 
or from players who get dropped from other teams. You know, we're not really waiting to see any like playing time breakouts. I, you know, I guess maybe some of these rookie wide receivers, Michael Wilson, whatever, we could see more of that. But as always, good luck in your leagues. Reach out to me with any questions, and we will be back next week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.